0: This is a church building. A church building. A church building. But I want us to take a moment to
1: remember
2: This is not the church.
1: Not the church. The church is reaching out to the orphan and to the widow. The church is supporting human rights work around the globe.
2: The church is showing our
3: community who Jesus is through his hope
1: and his love. The church
0: is you. Is you. Is you.
3: This is a church building.
0: This is not the church. The presence of God started in the garden, moved to the tabernacle and then to the temple,
4: and now the presence of God lives in His people. Lives in you.
1: In you. In you.
2: This is a church building. This is not the church.
4: So whether we're meeting in this building, in this building, at a coffee shop, in a small group somewhere,
2: out serving in the community, or just
0: gathering together online,
4: wherever we are, this is a church building.
0: We are the
5: church.
1: We are the church. We are the church. We are are the church.
4: What is going on for any Live family? We are so excited to be back for episode, not 11, 12. not 13, but 12. Yep. You guys, you know what I just realized? What? We've been doing a quarter of our year of youth ministry via this platform. I don't know about you guys. I can't wait to get back to in person. This has been great. It's been fun. I'm going to miss it. I'm going to cherish it. Maybe even have a little scrapbook made, but it's, it's, yeah, it's, I'm looking forward to gathering it together with my students. I know you guys are too. Hey, we're going to be hanging out a lot tonight, guys. Did you realize that? Uh, They put us on the opening and And Q&R. So yes, so we have a lot to do tonight. We're excited. This is episode 12 coming at you and uh, we have some funny videos for you tonight to watch uh, when all of
1: us spuddin' something happens. May I have missed happened. that. So. I missed that whole yeah. event. You have, you have to catch exactly. it. Exactly. So let's go yeah. to a
4: video.
5: Well, you've seen the segment that we've done on 4 Live Can Vince catch it? Tonight we're going to find out. Can your youth pastors catch it? We've got your standard spud gun. We've got your ear protection, we've got your propellant, and of course, we've got your bag of spuds. So we're gonna find out, can your youth pastor catch this is how we do it. You take your standard spud, you stick it in the end and jam it down in. Don't try this at home. Here we go. 1.5. 1.5. What does that mean? A uh, potato chip? Yeah, I believe that's what Chris caught on that one. A potato chip. That was a ton of fun. I hope you enjoyed watching it as much as we did doing it. Uh, right now, though, we're going to have a time of prayer and then a time of worship on For Neep Live.
0: Hey guys, we'll be heading into worship real quick here soon. So, um, my name is Taylor Morgan. Um, And if you guys could just join me in prayer uh, over the worship. Uh, Dear Lord, I thank you for the ability to worship uh, together as Christians, even though we're apart. I pray that we will be able to uh, just pour out our hearts, whether we're in our living rooms or what, that we will be able to extend worship to you. Uh, I pray this in your name. Amen.
6: Thank you.
2: Hi, I'm Lauren, and this is Audrey. We're from Crossover Youth at Faith, Assembly of God Church. And let's worship!
4: Anyway, there it is. Hey guys. Week 12. Here we go.
0: (laughs) We're pros at this, doing this 12 times. Anyway, what an awesome message. God's spirit in us can make us brave. I think you have to be brave to do forgiveness, which is what we're talking about tonight. Mm. But I feel a little bit biased talking about my group doing worship. Brian, what would you think of it?
4: I really liked it. I thought it was awesome how they could. I, I'm not gifted musically other than like a saxophone and let's be honest it's 2020 nobody wants to see that so uh again it's just really cool that they could blend all those together into a beautiful medley it was awesome those ladies are from your youth group right yep they were fantastic so they were yep uh
0: so i'm gonna stop throwing you hot potatoes of questions because i know you'll get enough of those in the q and r later (laughs) just a couple of spuds you know make sure you drop your questions for brian in the q and r and also now check out this video worship while you wash
4: worship while you wash
0: We're going to find out who the Sunday School kids are today on Worship While You Wash. Worship While You Wash.
7: Jesus loves the little children,
0: all the children of the world, ready black and white, they are precious in His sight. Jesus loves the little children of the world. Sing it twice for the hands in the back. Jesus loves the little children, all the children of the world. Red and yellow, black and white, they are precious in His sight. Jesus loves
2: the little children of the world.
0: Well, that's all for this week on Worship While You Wash. Worship while you wash. You gotta wash your hands, then raise your hands. Purify purify. So give us clean hands, give us pure hearts. You gotta clean them, then lift them. Worship while you wash.
1: So the past few weeks, uh, we reviewed a number of wild, uh, atypical families. We've seen lying and deceit. We've seen jealousy and selfishness, and we've we've even seen murder. Uh, there's been so much drama. The Bible, at times, is, is filled with drama. But, but not my family. <laughs> my family is full of smiles and that we're we're practically perfect in every way. That was awkward. Uh, But I guess that brings me to my first point. No family is perfect. Because families are a collection of people, and no person is perfect. Except, of course, Jesus Christ. So this week, I get to teach with Tim. And Tim, like myself, he comes from a a rather large family. And I don't know about you, Tim, but uh, there were tons of times that I had to ask for forgiveness uh, growing up as a, as a kid. You know, so I'd hit my brother, and uh, I'd, I'd beg him not to tell, and uh, I'd even offer for him to hit me back. But I needed forgiveness in those instances. And I know there were times when my sister would uh, actually wear my clothes, like my shirts and things. And at those points, she needed forgiveness. We've all uh, needed to for to forgive or be forgiven at one stage or another and, and in fact i had to ask my son for forgiveness this week actually i had to ask all my children for forgiveness and here we have the eight, the case of the missing headphone wireless headphone uh my my youngest son his name is Cory and Corey, he gets into things all the time and uh, he's just always getting into my stuff he'll pick something up he'll run around with it and he'll put it down and you'll ask him where he put it and he has no idea where he left it and so he when he, i felt like he took my eye, my my uh, my wireless headphone and I asked him about it I grilled him about it It's was like hey did you take my my headphone and he said no and he's only three so you know you kind of take him at his word but I really thought that he took it I grilled his brother and his sister, and I asked them the same question, hey, did you see Corey with my, with my, my headphone? And they said, no, I didn't, I didn't see it. I didn't believe him. And there's been plenty of times that have given me reason not to believe him. Uh, But this time, he actually didn't take it. My wife, lover, she found it. It was behind my chair. I was wrong. And I had to forgive. I had to ask for forgiveness actually um and so i i went to my son and, and i called uh, my other children around because i wanted them to, to witness this and i said hey i was wrong i'm sorry will you forgive me and the thing is is that they forgave me and i was grateful that they forgave me and so sometimes you're forced into forgive, for, forgive it, uh, forgiveness forgiveness you know if I told my son or daughter to go and apologize for doing something to their sibling then they would do it Uh, sometimes we apologize because we know it's the right thing to do like well I got caught I've gotta go apologize let me just do it but uh, in my atypical family um, I chose to apologize because my relationship with my kids is important to me it's too valuable to lose and maybe you have those kinds of relationships as well that are too valuable to lose and you're willing To uh, give forgiveness or ask for forgiveness, so that relationship will still be thriving. And so our Bible story tonight it follows someone named Joseph, and Joseph's family is the most atypical family that I've I've seen in over the past couple weeks. Uh, uh, Joseph uh, was the um, he was the youngest. He had eleven brothers. And, Tim, the Bible says that Joseph, um, that his brothers didn't like him. Uh, In fact, it says that they couldn't say a kind word about him, and it says that they hated him. Uh, And as I reviewed the text, uh, Joseph didn't give his brothers much reason to like him. And so let me run it down for you. It starts off uh, Genesis 37, 1 through 36, and you can, if you want to grab your Bible app, or even if you have a Bible nearby, you can grab it and just skim through it with me, and then read it on your own to kind of get the full grasp of this this text. But in verse 2, it talks about how he worked for his brothers, uh, but he reported all the things that his brothers did wrong back to the father. And So I think Joseph could be considered a snitch. Uh, Joseph's dad, his name was Jacob, Jacob, uh, proved and showed that he loved Joseph more than the rest of his brothers. And he even made a special gift for him Uh, that's in verse 3 it was was a a coat a specific coat and in verse 8 and verse 9 of that chapter uh, joseph has specific dreams about uh that symbolized his parents and his brothers bowing down to him and so now we advance the story to verse 18 and they're making plans to kill joseph the brothers are making plans to kill joseph that escalated pretty quick In verse 21 they kind of hedge a little bit they're like well we're not, let's not kill him the brothers were out in the field digging holes and they were like well let's just toss him in the hole we're not murderers we're not we don't want to kill our brother let's just toss him in the hole verse 23 and 24 they they encounter Joseph they rip his robe and, and they throw him in the hole in verse 27 the story goes on and they start to have this a a thought like well we could just toss him in the hole but what's the benefit there Um, we could get something for him he's a a valuable asset and there was uh, a caravan that was driving through and they sold Joseph for 20 pieces of silver and they went back to the father Jacob and they told Jacob that Joseph was dead that is very very Atypical. So, Tim, I know you had three siblings. Did they want to throw you in a hole?
5: (laughs) Wow. Throw me in a hole. Having siblings does have its moments, Harlan, but I don't think we've ever gone quite that far. We actually have a running joke in our family because – who is the favored sibling you know who is the joseph in the coat of many colors see my brothers and i are pretty close in age i've got one that's 15 months older and one that is 15 months younger than me but apparently the prize actually came five years later and that was when our sister was born and it wasn't just my parents that saw her as the favored child either in fact the story goes that uh, my older brother actually asked for a punishment that she was supposed to receive so that she didn't have to receive it. Funny thing is, I I don't remember him ever offering to do that for me. Speaking of brothers, uh, Joseph had an older brother that stood up for him, or at least tried to stop his brothers from killing him. Reuben was the one that suggested they throw him in a hole instead of killing him, and he was gonna come back later and take him to Jacob, to Joseph's dad. The problem was, as Harlan mentioned, his brother sold him off to slavery before Reuben had the opportunity to go pull him out of the hole. Now, Reuben wasn't necessarily perfect in his intentions, but at least his intentions were good. Unfortunately, his unwillingness to address straight up the situation with his brothers when they wanted to kill him Uh, caused a lot of heartache both for Joseph and for the brothers and especially for Jacob, his father. Unfortunately, we can see this playing out with the racial tensions that we've got going on even today. An injustice is done and we don't speak out. Then when we do speak out, many with good intentions, those protests turn to riots Unfortunately, the thing that often gets thrown down the hole in all this is the individual whose life is affected by this, or maybe even the one who is forgotten, like Joseph was forgotten by his brothers. You see, in spite of the fact that Joseph came from an atypical family, okay, a weird family, I mean, there's not too many families that do that to their siblings, it was his love for God that caused God to not forget him in all of that. In fact, the scripture specifically says that God enabled Joseph to do everything that he did because of his love for him. In fact, God blesses him and in the country where Joseph has been made a slave, he becomes a ruler. Because of Joseph's connection to God, and his leadership he's able to save the country he is ruling from a famine the scripture says that without realizing it his brothers actually came crawling back to him in the middle of this famine to ask for food now joseph recognizes them right away but the brothers don't recognize joseph and he doesn't reveal it to them immediately but when he does he does something amazing It says in Genesis 50, 19, that Joseph said to them, "'Do not be afraid. Am I in the place of God? You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives.'" And then he goes on to say this, and I love this. He says, so then, don't be afraid, because I will provide for you. This is talking to his brothers. This is talking to the guys that threw him in a well and sold him into slavery. He says, I will take care of you and your children and your grandchildren. Is this the kind of love and forgiveness we would like to see today? Isn't this the kind of love and forgiveness that Jesus called his disciples to? When Peter said in Matthew 18, 21, Lord, how often shall I forgive my brother who sins against me? Up to seven times? In verse 22, Jesus answers. He says, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to 70 times seven. Now, I know you guys have been out of school for a while because of this whole COVID thing but 70 times seven is an easy one. That's 490 times. And he really was not even saying just that amount. He was saying, you need to go beyond and above. Whatever it is that you think, you need to go beyond that in your forgiveness. And then Jesus goes on to tell a story about a man who's forgiven a huge debt. It was a forgiveness he did not deserve. But then when someone asked that same man to be forgiven, he says, no, you're going to jail. What was Jesus' point? God has forgiven you of so much. Give that kind of forgiveness to someone else. The kind of forgiveness that Joseph showed his brother, his atypical family, was not typical. It's not typical today. In fact, it's pretty atypical and even difficult for us in our humanness to understand, but it is the kind of forgiveness that God has shown us through Jesus. Throughout this series, we have been saying that if you want God to use your family and to to do atypical things, sometimes you have to be the first person to do something atypical. Atypical. And that's what joseph did and that's what jesus teaches us to do as well when you've been hurt by someone in or out of your family don't take revenge seek restoration when you see a brother who needs you to stand up for him do it even in the face of opposition When you're in a tense situation and someone else is escalating it and throwing logs on the fire, you be the water that puts that fire out. These are the acts of forgiveness that we are called to as believers. And this is what's going to change the world.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much, Tim. I appreciate. These perspectives and these conversations are very, very important.
5: They really are, Chris. Yeah. I, I'm so excited about what we've been able to present over this series of atypical families, because what we see in the world is, well, not right. Yeah. And what we can do as believers is turn things around.
0: That's great. We've had some really good conversations about this. Yeah, We are about to have another one when we get to the Q&R segment. So if you have any questions, please put them in the chat. They would love to address exactly what you're thinking about. Also... We, we didn't let you know yet, but if you're still watching, stay tuned because there's a very, very big announcement at the end of our broadcast tonight. Uh, there's, there's actually a lot of stuff in store that you're gonna wanna stick around for, a special message at the very end, and a big announcement coming at you. But before we get there, we're gonna play a game. Is that okay with everybody in the room? We have a game of Family Feud, um, or Survey Says, if you'd like to not get sued. Okay, so we have the real life family of Tim and Denise, isn't that
3: right? Yes,
5: this is the sister I was talking about.
3: <laughs> that is the <laughs> sister. I, you know, you didn't obviously take all the spankings for me because I still remember being spanked. <laughs> so Something didn't work out there.
0: <laughs> and we have a almost family, right? A almost. decade of friendship represented. <laughs> close, yep. close enough. That's awesome. And DJ and Ben. So you could also say Back Mountain versus Hazleton, right?
6: Oh, boy.
2: There we go. All right.
0: all right, I think we're we're going head-to-head tonight. So we're going to play Survey Says Parent Edition. If you've ever seen Family Feud, that's what's happening here. 50 people have been surveyed. The top answers from each question will be on the board, and we will be awarding points. And to the winner goes the coveted. Cup of animal crackers I found in the nursery again. Round two. Kind (laughs) of hungry. Pastor Linda, you can take those out of the youth budget. Three (laughs) cups of animal crackers. All right, are you ready? You know how to play the game? Let me lay just a really really quick with the rules okay so we're going to ask a question. I'll have a question up here. 50 people were surveyed and all of their responses were put together and I'll tell you how many are on the board. The first is the speed round where you'll get head to head you' just we don't have any buzzers you're going to slap the table if you'd like to go first. If you <laughs> answer correctly, you get to choose to play the puzzle or pass the puzzle. You get If you can get all the answers, you get the points or if you strike out, the other team gets a chance to steal. I, I assume you've seen Family Feud, but this is how well, that works, all right. And so um, uh, we are going to start here with our very first question. Name a chore you have trouble getting your teen to do. Tim, go ahead.
5: Make the bed.
0: Make the bed. Like I said, top six answers are are on the board. We've got making the bed for two points, four answers better. DJ, I saw you second. Do you have a uh, Uh, a guess to get better? Taking out the trash. Taking out the trash. Survey, I love saying survey says. (laughs) Survey says, survey says taking out the trash. There are lots of still better answers here. DJ and Ben, would you like to play or pass the puzzle? Yeah, we're going to play it. The puzzle. Okay, you're going to play it. That means that you believe you can get all three of these. And if you can't, they have a chance to steal. All right? So, Ben, tell me don't, no, no teaming up. This is an individual competition. I thought it was a team. Game. This was a I family it was a It's a family <laughs> feud. That's not how the game is played, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, I thought we were
3: supposed to. That's why I was asking the question. No, I thought no. we were supposed to. T- uh. No,
0: no, no. All okay. right. When you get a chance to steal, you get to, 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 okay. to team okay. up. I'm but sorry. Right at this point, Ben, you have okay. any answers? Can I text them? <laughs> no, you may not You can he text to 50 phone a friend in 10 <laughs> seconds. All right, three answers. What do you got?
7: Uh, name a chore you have your getting your team to do. I'm going to say vacuum their floor. Vacuuming the floor. Uh, if you get it wrong, you hear
0: a sound that sounds like
6: Ooh. incorrect.
0: Uh, this is tough cuz some of them are like sort of close, but not quite. And on because that one. some of us don't have kids. I am that's right. You work with teenagers? I'm hoping that you have you can beat we out the, the actual think. parents in the room. So DJ, you got one strike. What do you have a do you have a better answer? Doing the dishes. Doing the dishes. Survey oh. says a ding ling-ling. Answer number two. Then <laughs> we're coming at you. What do you think? Do you have an answer?
7: Um uh, I'm gonna go off DJ's and I'm gonna say cleaning off the table after dinner. Ooh, that's gonna be.
6: Oh. Have you You're ever done really specific <laughs> <things? laughs> I'm a
7: struggling. A little more vague. DJ,
0: to save your team, what do you got? Uh, uh, cleaning the toilet? Cleaning the toilet. No, that's three strikes. So this family gets a chance to steal. Two answers will get you on the board. What do you think? Cleaning up the bedroom. Cleaning up your room. Cleaning up your room. Survey says... Number one answer. Well done. We've got, listen, now if you know how to play Family Feud, we're gonna read this last answer and the whole crowd gets to say it together. All right, ready? Doing the, Doing the laundry! Great, great. I need more, like, good answers, good answers from you guys over there too, alright? We didn't have too many good answers. <laughs> alright, sorry. Ne- we're just gonna do, because you guys got this one, you got one point, alright? So okay. it's just best out of three, Okay. that's how we'll do it. And we'll, we may go to, uh, we'll probably stick it at three, alright? Name a response from your team to the question, how was your day? Yeah, sorry, I didn't give you. DJ, Fine. what do you think? Fine. Fine, survey says, Number one answer, oh. pass or play, That's DJ. That's my number one answer. Pass or play? Are we gonna play it? Uh, why not? Let's go. <laughs> All right. Let's
6: play. All right, we All said right. that last time.
0: Name a response from your team to the question, how was your day, Ben? Good. Good, survey says. Oh, oh. number two answer. Oh. Well done, I hit a, That was a misstep on my button there. That was what that was, DJ. Four more answers on the board. This is a lot of answers. Six answers to the question, how was what your day? You yeah, DJ. All right. All right, survey says. Ooh. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Now there's a lot of answers, but they are pretty consistent. All right was not in the top 6. So, Ben, what do you think? <laughs> yeah. Nah. <laughs> survey says?
6: <laughs> 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 <It's> <laughs> right! I'm, really yes. I'm really proud of you. Of you. Oh, <laughs>
0: that one. Yes. DJ, keeping your team alive. <laughs> okay. Okay, survey says... Yes, oh, nice. job. They're it stealing tough. it from they us. Are. It gets tough here. Two answers left, and then the bottom two answers. Ben, Name do you think response? you can get one? What do you think?
7: How was your day? You right, you oh,
0: meet? they're running out of words.
7: They are. Oh, Just two, like teens. Two strikes? <laughs>
0: <laughs> two strikes already? I lost count.
7: Uh, no, we went one strike. Uh, yeah, I, I okay. don't even think there was a strike on <laughs> it. was a test. Ben, um, what do you got? Uh, my He's question is, uh, <laughs> name <laughs> a response from... Oh, <laughs> it doesn't count yeah.
0: right
5: here! Took too long. That's two strikes.
0: DJ, can you do this? Uh, no answer, ignored. Uh. No answer, ignored. Survey says...
6: Oh. oh! So sorry. I cost us a I will strike. tell
0: you, though, that did not make the top six answers. It was in the survey. The <laughs> silence was <Nice>. an option <laughs> nice. in the survey. What do you guys think? These are two tough answers. Do you think you can give, it, give us the right one? Wait, they're talking...
5: Uh, terrible. This is
0: for the oh. win if they get it right, and if they don't, we'll go into a round three. Ready? Survey says... Oh! No, terrible. Not. All right, and we all read the rest of them together.
6: Awesome! awesome. Great! Great. Great. Okay. Yeah. A little
0: bit of positivity, and... Boring. Boring. Great answers. This is hot <laughs> six. It's got one thing. vote. Yeah, I know. I know. It's a tough one. Alright. One this is sudden death. One sudden final question. Death. Line up around the table. We're doing this for real this time. I I botched it both times. So this time we're getting it right. Ready? Name a meal your team likes to eat. Ben, go ahead. Wings. Wings, survey says.
5: Three. Oh. Number three.
0: There's two better answers. Can you steal this one?
5: Uh, yeah. I'm going to go with pizza.
0: Pizza. Survey says...
5: Oh, number yeah. Number one answer.
0: Great job. Would you like to play should or pass this one? Oh,
5: we okay. We're going to play. She says play we're going to play. I, I, I would pass this one with seven oh. answers. That's a lot to It is do. a
0: lot. It yeah. is a lot. Denise, what do you think? Do you think you get this one? A, t- a meal your teen loves Please. to eat.
3: A meal. Oh, goodness. Um, I was going to go with potato chips, but that can't count as a meal. True. So, no. It's true. No. Um, shoot.
0: You were really uh, confident <laughs> to play this. I one. know, I was
3: confident.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of time. You have, to answer, time. You have <laughs> to answer it. It's uh, a lot pasta. of time. Pasta. Pasta, survey says. Yeah. Number two uh, answer. Pasta. Great job. Tim, yeah. we're right. coming back at you. Coming Denise, back you do to get me. another turn here oh, in a second. All right.
5: Hamburgers.
0: Hamburgers, survey says. Yes, you got it. That's the fourth answer. What do you, get? you think you have another one? Ah, Five, six, and seven. Here we go. Okay.
3: Here we go. Uh, um, um, oh, this doesn't count as chicken wings, but I was going to say chicken tenders, like chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. Chicken, chicken nuggets. nuggets. Survey says. Oh, Sorry,
0: not on the board. Not on the board. These three are tough. I'll tell you, I probably get one of these. The other two, I don't know if I'd get it. Tim, what do you think?
5: Oh, boy. Uh, tacos. Tacos. Taco Tuesday in our house.
0: All right. Survey says.
5: That's yeah. the one I thought I would get. He's still alive. Yeah. Come Two on, tough your turn, turn, kiddo. Help, Help me out here. No, I lost,
3: though. I don't have any more. <laughs> Two tough Nug- ones. Chicken nuggets. That's all I hear about is nugs. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I have. I got nothing. I got nothing. Oh, you, no. You've exhausted oh, all on, of on. the. I don't know. Um, Can you what? make French fries a meal? French fries.
0: I don't know how Does many strikes Does that count as a meal? Is, <laughs>
3: Ben, two. <laughs> Sorry,
0: was it two? I think it was two. I've got to be better at keeping track. Tim. Hot dogs. Hot dogs. Survey says. Ah, Not on wow. there. DJ and Ben, you got a chance to steal. This is it, guys. This is for the point. I don't know if we're all on the same page yet. This is it. If you get it right, you win. Yeah. If you get it wrong, you lose. <laughs> wow. 50-50 shot.
5: <laughs> I have to say, Chris, that... I must from, be from an okay. atypical family because only two things on this list are, are big for my family. Oh yeah? Family. Which yeah. ones? They, they have like steak taste for some yeah. reason. Okay. Yeah, it's that's maybe, that's,
3: maybe that's why I'm struggling with this too. <laughs> oh yeah, I You got too that. many crockpot yeah, meals in that. your house. Hey! <laughs> you got all
5: kinds, kinds of time to, to, f- to come to my I don't house. know why <laughs> they're stalling yeah. for you. I'm, but I'm, I'm helping them here.
3: come on.
0: What do you think? Two answers on the board. Let's go peanut butter and
3: jelly.
6: Oh.
0: Survey says... Oh my goodness! Is this a pregnant pause?
6: <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, peanut butter and jelly. So uh, real- let's go from the no bottom P. this time.
0: Chinese in oh, oh, yeah, number yeah. five. You're gonna be mad at yourself. Steak. Oh, steak <laughs> oh, I don't know.
6: Used that. I don't know how that happened, guys. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> nice.
0: So that, I believe that means be our winners. Is the, This family, crackers the, the, the parents' ours. family, here? are your crackers, one of right. you gets to enjoy oh, that. Jail, you can have them. But the other has oh, to go to Q&R. So yeah. <laughs> That's, enough, That's where
6: we're in going I'm next. Gonna, I'm going to munch on the Our way Our Q&R over.
0: panel is coming at you again. Stay tuned. We have a big announcement coming. All kinds of fun stuff still planned. We'll see you after Q&R.
4: Hey, guys.
6: Hey, Welcome.
4: here we are. I'm so glad I'm not alone anymore.
6: <laughs> well, kind of sat over here,
4: kind of awkward lonely. for a little bit. We
3: want a graham cracker?
4: <laughs> no, I don't okay. want a graham cracker. I'd really like for some students to ask some questions, okay. though, because well, I checked gonna... the chat and nada. Nothing's happening.
3: Yeah, Nothing's you, need happening. Happening. you need to get on the chat. and You need to ask Call some questions you out, so that, people. So that we, can, we can talk here. I am
4: going to have an animal cracker. Okay, good.
3: Oh, can Thank I have you. one? Sure. Just toss yeah. Oh, wait, you were the loser.
4: Three, two, one.
3: Oh, oh, so close. It's Eat like it. a Five potato coming Five out of the sky roll. or something. <laughs> Thank um, you for this deliciously we'll, i if it'll so, make We'll a noise. start out with a question that was not able to be answered last week. And again, we're talking about, uh, you know, families, atypical families, which all of us have atypical families. Could I still be sarcastic a little bit, like kind of silly, but coming from an honest place? So, like another, you know, when you're with your family and you're talking, is it okay to be sarcastic?
4: I can't remember the uh, the saying, but isn't it like all sarcasm is wrapped in like a bit of truth or something, or there's a bit of truth wrapped in sarcasm,
6: mm-hmm.
4: like whenever we say it, like so. I mean, for me, I, I, I guess I would say it really depends on your. The first uh, well, they're saying they're family, right? Mm-hmm. So, okay, so. Because
3: we're talking in the context of family
4: members. Right, so I mean, I guess it's what's your family's kind of humor? What's your family dynamic, I guess, is what I would ask. If it's a common thing, as long as it's not, I would say as long as it's not tearing down like mm-hmm. like, like, really bad, I, I don't see an issue with it. But again, it, it all depends. I had an older sister too that was pretty brutal. So anyway, um, but maybe I wish she was sarcastic sometimes instead of just being brutal. <laughs> like, I, I, don't I, I think out.
7: you know your family though. That's something that's so important. You know the limit that you can go to with your family to where you still have the honest respect. With that, you know your family.
3: So then on the flip side, if you are... Um, the person who is not necessarily sarcastic, and and it bothers you, then you need to communicate that. You need, you to, need to you know let them know. Hey, yeah, you know what? With, that kind of bothers me. Kind of yeah, sp- hurts me. And
4: speak up, and that could lead to a, a good conversation. Mm-hmm. It could lead to an open and honest conversation. And I'm just going back to my childhood here, Sunday school nursery. It's a, a second Still one. The, second yes, one the, really, the, actually Really? We, uh, we already embarrassed ourselves. Okay. One okay. more time. Okay. okay here one we go.
7: more.
4: Oh, that was a bad Can throw. You go
3: underhand next time. <laughs> What is so, so I have a question about, because, you know, we've talked a lot about families now. How, how many members are in your, how many siblings do you have?
7: I have two siblings plus myself. And, like, when we do, when we have these conversations, I know to where if my family, I know how far I can go with joking and still being mm-hmm. serious. And then when I do have someone that I don't know that limit to, I kind of tread carefully. Mm-hmm. And as I get to know them more, I'm like, okay. I have this freedom, but I want to get them to the know them. Yeah, And because, like you said, if I overstep, I want them to be like, hey, you kind of overstepped, you get that honest conversation, and then I know the boundaries that I have mm-hmm. to respect that person. Mm-hmm.
3: The, whole, the whole concept of, of Joseph and all that he endured and all that he went through and still forgave. Mm-hmm. Um, Every time I hear that story, I'm blown away by just every act that his, his brothers did to him and yet he, he carried on, he, like, he went on to the next thing and he, you know, he, did, he did what he needed to do and he was right in the sight of God and he trusted God. And I think that's the biggest thing is he trusted God with the outcome, you know, doing what was right regardless of how it felt and just trusted God with the outcome. Okay, so when, you, when can you forgive privately And when should you forgive publicly?
4: Mm. Well, just off the cuff, off the top of my head, this is like if it is an issue that is just between the two parties, just you and the other person, forgive privately. Mm. If it is an issue, if it is a situation, which I remember when I was a student, I remember even as an adult at times when... Those situations become greater than the two parties, and it spills over and there's other people who are aware of the situation I think that's when you really i don 't know if you apologize publicly to the person but, but go, to you, each. you you go you go to that person and 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 extend that forgiveness or 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 ask for forgiveness from them, and then i think it's it is on you to communicate to others that like hey like it's cleared up now like we're okay you know like i and i I don't, yeah, that's just my gut reaction. Like if it, if it involves more than just the two parties, that's when I would be more public with it. I mean, but then even you're still doing a little private, depending on how big it goes.
7: If I can add on to that, yeah. it's almost like say, all right, say me and you, we get in an argument and there's people around and the argument, like you said, overflows. It's almost like going to that person saying, hey, can I talk to you one-on-one You go talk to that person in the appropriate setting, and then after things are worked out and on the table between the two people, then the people that were offended, you can go to them and saying, hey, I wanna let you know we put you in that awkward spot, and I'm sorry that you had the experience that, but letting you know that we are good. So even forgiving side, taking your problem forgiving side, Mm -hmm. and then hurt. So it's not like you go over there and they're like that awkward, like, this was awkward. (laughs) You know, can like, then bring like, it. Like,
4: I'm, I'm sorry for my behavior, like, and for that you saw that, and, and I need to ask for your forgiveness. It's
3: definitely a humbling experience, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. really yeah. is. I think it's important to kind of recognize the elephant in the room, talk about it, deal with it, so that you can get past it. Because you'll never get past it then if you don't. And then, honestly, it puts you in a prison, you know, right. and, it, and that's the worst place to be, worst place. So what advice would you have for forgiving a deep hurt from family, even when they haven't apologized or even acknowledged how they have hurt you, how so? How do you forgive that? Someone's hurt you, but they're not acknowledging it. They're not admitting it.
4: Are they aware that they've hurt you?
3: And they don't. They're apparently they're just they're not acknowledging that they've hurt you. So,
7: so elephant in the room. Go ahead. Uh, as you said, it's elephant in the room. Yeah. And that's when in that circumstance, I would pull them aside. Now, before you do this, make sure your heart is in the right spot. Mm -hmm. That's a big thing. Before you go and approach this person, be in your word, be in prayer and say, God, I need need the wisdom of how to do this. Because if you go in there, you hurt me, you offended me, it's gonna take a small problem and make it much worse. Mm -hmm. And that's where you have to have that mindset of, you know what? I could have done something different in this circumstance. Spend your time in prayer, spend your time with God, if you gotta go to the altar and spend three hours there, do it, go in with a humble heart, even though they hurt you, go in with that humble heart, go in thinking, I'm not a perfect person, and then give them a chance to talk it out, because if you go in there guns blazing, yeah. it, it's not gonna, not gonna get anything done.
6: Yeah,
4: and I, I mean, again, I would I would ask the question like, are they aware that they've hurt you? and that you, you're you offended and, and so to make that known to them. But the Bible, it's funny, like we, we look at God's word, the more you're in God's word, the more you can really start to see the that the fact that God knew we were gonna have these issues, like even with relationally within each other because he even has processes in scripture of how to handle it. Like you go to that first step is you go to that person one-on-one and you talk it out be like, hey, you hurt me, Benji. Like it really hurt that you did this, whatever. And if you're like, I don't care, whatever. Okay. Now I'm going to get someone else involved. I'm going to bring Denise with me and I'm going to not confront but really just to try to address, you know, like hey, like why like I want things I want this relationship restored. Can we restore this? And and again, if, if that if it doesn't work with 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 another with a group of people, then you know, you, you really it's it's one of those things where you just it progressively there's steps and it's a good thing to practice, I think, cuz maybe it's another family member that you need to get involved in if you've tried to reconcile with the person already and they're still not willing to forgive you not forgive you but offer you forgiveness or, or or ask for your forgiveness then you really i think need to get someone else involved almost a mediator a third party if you will um that's that's what i would say
3: even within a family situation
4: that's tough because it's a family situation but I would ask like, what lengths are you willing to go to restore that relationship within your family? Mm-hmm. And that could be touchy one way or the other. Um, and it's hard because if you ask a parent to get involved then they're picking sides or whatever. But I think it's a good opportunity to grow and to learn and, to, and for a teachable moment. And, and, uh, and if you haven't, if you're just keeping this to yourself I would definitely recommend talking with someone you trust about it. Uh, and then and trying to see where they would go from there. But that's how I would handle it, personally.
3: Sometimes I think it's easier to uh, forgive someone, perhaps outside of your house, than someone in your mm. house, because when they're in your house, you see them all the time, and you get a, they're in your face, and they're right next door in the room, you know, it's harder. And um, that, that one, yeah, adds up. yeah. It, it makes it tough. Um, okay, so does forgiving always mean forgetting?
7: Oh, you're deferring to me, I thought we weren't deferring
4: anymore. Uh, Here's the thing, I think you can forgive someone and I think, I think we talked about this a while ago, forgiving someone is really being able to move past whatever was done to you, whatever, whatever, and you know, I'm going to set that aside and I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna dwell on it. I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna treat you as if that's still the reality of the situation. I, I was once with someone out eating, and I, and I said, well, he, he was saying, well, this person, he kept bringing this person up and how much this person had wronged him. And I said, I said, hey, man, like, and, and then he would say, like, but you know, I've moved on. I've forgiven him of that. I said, really? Because like, you seem still pretty hung up on it. Yeah. And I was like, if he walked in right now how would that make you feel? What would what would your reaction be? Would you invite them over to your table? And I, I think we've talked about this before. Here is I think if you've truly forgiven someone, you're able to move on and move beyond that and really sit down with that person and and kind of go about. Like I don't know. I I guess because there's I guess there's different things. What what was the offense? There's so many variables. But I think to forgive someone, you really should be able to kind of put that in the past and move on. I've heard people say, like, oh, I'll forgive, but I'll never forget. It's like, well, then did you really forgive, is what I would ask.
3: Well, and again, that places you in the prison, not the other person.
4: Exactly, Maybe it's like drinking poison <laughs> despite yep. the yep. other person.
7: Because yeah. they think, they think, oh, we, right. we forgive, we're good, they're done, and you're, right. five years later, still you're holding still, on to it. it's yeah. like, I forgot about that five years ago, and it's a prison that you talked yep. about. You're just, you're holding yourself there. They've moved on, they're done. Hardest,
3: hardest place to be, mm. yeah. Hmm. So, what about um, how do you forgive someone, or how do you? Let me see if I'm reading this right. How do you forgive someone if you don't know fully what you did that they didn't like? I think maybe it's apologize to someone.
7: Oh, hmm. okay. Go for
3: it. <laughs> Wait, I have this
7: question right. How do you <laughs> forgive someone? Hope I'm getting this right. If I didn't do anything wrong.
3: Well, maybe, maybe.
7: Here's an or idea. How do you say? get a cup of coffee, get two sodas, sit down at a table and ask them. Be right, honest okay. with oh, them. Oh,
3: okay, so you don't, you don't know how you've hurt them, and yeah, so sit, you need to ask them.
7: Sit down with them and say, hey, I thought we had a friendship or family or something. Something's come before between us. I want to forgive you or I want to ask for forgiveness. I want forgiveness. to ask for forgiveness, right? I want, I want to ask forgiveness. But
3: come I don't up. even know. I don't
7: know right? what I did. Yeah. And that's when, back to what you said earlier, Honesty comes out and then that might, that little bit of hurt might turn around for a strong friendship down the road
6: Mm.
7: because now you've taken the hurt, you turned it around into a strong trust and it takes sitting down with them and said, what did I do to hurt you?
3: You know, to kind of summarize what we've been talking about with forgiveness and asking and inquiring and, and meeting and talking, I think the biggest thing is humility that it boils down to just coming to a place of humility and saying, you know, I wanna make this right, no matter what the cost. So humility is where we gotta start. And, and it's, uh, not,
4: it's not gonna come naturally no, for it doesn't. most people. It's not, no, it nobody wants to be wrong. Nobody no, I would wants say, to be right. I would say you need to go to that person like Ben said, and just be like, hey, I, I know that I hurt you in some way. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't fully understand it, help me understand. Let me Let me learn. Mm-hmm what I did that was wrong, so I don't do that again. And, and I wanna fix this. Please, let me, let, let's move on. Let's, let's fix it together.
3: Excellent. Good stuff, guys. Thanks, Ben. Thanks, Brian. Thank you, Denise. All right. Oh.
4: So nice to have you from Florida. Oh,
3: thank you, it's yeah, good home. to be here. Yes,
4: yes. Let us pray. Oh. Dear Lord, I
2: thank you for bringing us all together tonight. And I ask that you help us be the change this world needs to see. Um, it may look like there's no end right now, but Lord, I know that you will pull us through. It's in your name, Lord. Amen. Check,
0: check, check. What's up, everybody? I'm getting to need everybody up here on stage, we're gonna sign off here soon. Before we do, uh, we asked many of you to uh, participate in a caption contest, and um, I did not ask anyone, and I named this segment. This is your caption speaking, because I think it's very funny. What are you throwing to me? Yes, And, and record, oh gosh
4: off the Uh, rim and now you have to
0: clean that up Um, also i heard there's hippopotamuses in there so be careful those things will get you so we did a a a caption contest we got a little bit of interaction so i wanted to share you with you some of our responses here this one is with harlan and his group he says did you follow the church instagram it's like he's watching over asking (laughs) this question to every single person uh harlan again and it says hey chill tim it's just harlan he says wayne he's huge we should kneel that's very <laughs> biblical. That's very <laughs> biblical. <laughs> and then the angel says, "No, don't kneel before me. This is Harlan again." Oh and my And it goodness. says, uh, "Some things, some things." Oh, that's right. This is a Pinky and the Brain reference that I that oh, I yeah. hardly get. What do you want to do tonight, Brain? Same thing as every night, Pinky. And Harlan says, "Get back to work."
5: Love Pinky and the Brain. Oh really? Oh yeah. Wow! I don't think Pinky. I was allowed to watch yeah. that as
0: a kid. does know, know what Pinky and the
4: Brain is.
5: Yeah. Well,
4: There's here's
0: a couple of interactions. The, the, the from the a- <laughs> we got a little feedback from Apex as well. Uh, when Pastor Chris sees the O'Connell boys is doing something they probably shouldn't be doing, but knowing he can't stop them.
6: <laughs>
0: You're already in the tree. Just be careful.
5: They've seen that face uh, before. Right? That's right. Uh, this what one says, this,
0: is, this person got the vision for this one. And it's me <laughs> presenting on how Robin, Robin, is just weeb spaghetti. If you have to Google that word, feel free. Um, I did just full disclosure. My favorite probably. My parents, when I finally crawl out of my room at 3 in the afternoon, and oh, they say, good. You're still alive. <laughs> That's good.
6: Oh, look, who decided to
0: join us. Oh, what so else apparently do parents say in this situation? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're, we're signing off. Thank you so much for joining us for episode 12 tonight. Listen, um, we have a very big announcement. I'm going to make it right now. You guys oh. ready for the big announcement? You guys know, but <laughs> it is an announcement. Today is episode 12, and we just wanted to let you know, episode 13 will be the conclusion of Four Nipa Live. Everybody season say, one. Aw. Only, the, only the
4: conclusion of season one. That's right, the
0: conclusion <laughs> of season conclusion. one. We have more plans. to we'll talk about sure. that next week. But next week will be the conclusion of season one as people get back to church and season that kind of stuff. It will also be well. our senior recognition episode. So if you're a senior, DM our Instagram and say, hey, I'm a senior. I'd love to be a part of the program. And we are going to recognize all of our seniors that night. <laughs> um, also, stay tuned because as soon as we sign off here, there will be a very special message that I need you to see. So that being said, sign off. B-bye,
6: Bye everybody. Thank sign you for joining us. Tonight.
4: Where? Oh, I'm over here. Oh, we're over here now. Oh, we're oh hello.
1: Hey, I hope you've enjoyed tonight's episode. And Like some of you, uh, the Foreign NEPA Live Group has really struggled with how to best address the racial tension in our country stemming from the murder of George Floyd. You've likely seen so many opinions over the past few days. Some videos you may have even seen that you agree with and some that you really don't agree with. You may have stopped following people on social media. You might have unfriended someone, maybe even a family member. You may have seen polarizing photographs that fed into your belief system or even photographs that totally contradicted that same belief system. Now regardless of the side that you find yourself on, Here's the bottom line. There is racial tension in this country. Now, the weight of solving this racial issue does not solely fall on your shoulders. We must know that as a Jesus follower, inaction is not an option. And in even in disagreement, Jesus's words were clear, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love your neighbor as you love yourself. So I ask that you let love lead your conversation with friends. Let love lead anything you post or share on social media. Let love lead your protest. Let love strengthen your ears to actually hear what your hurt friends are saying. And when you explain to your friends why you hurt, let your words be clear and executed in love. I'm grateful that Jesus has shown us how to address the situation in love. I ask that you use the power of God's Spirit to creatively execute your next step. Each of us has a next step but it's up to you to determine what that next step will be. So as we sign off tonight we close with Eight minutes and 46 seconds of silence to remind us of the time that George Floyd had a knee to his neck. Silence makes us uncomfortable. But let's use that discomfort to start a conversation with someone who may look different, feel different, or see things through a different lens. A conversation that may make us uncomfortable, a conversation where we don't talk past each other but listen to each other. A conversation where we are quiet enough to hear the heart. George Floyd could not breathe. Please use every breath you have left to live a life that can hear the heart.